Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of Craft Brood Sports. My name is Scott. With me, as always, is my main man, Mike. And this is Craft Brood Sports. Mike, let's tap this keg of sports knowledge. You pump, I pour. Yeah! <laughs> What's going on, man? Not a whole lot, man. Just coming down off the high that was the Catherine Nero episode. Oh my god, that was such a good episode. So good! Thank you again to Catherine Nero for, uh, yes. for doing the show, for promoting it. That's been our most listened to episode Big in a shocker. week. I mean, that was that was that set records. Is did. what she it, did. It set the internet on fire. Yeah. <laughs> and if you found us because of that episode, welcome, welcome back. Yeah. Welcome. Hopefully, you stick around. Um, we will try to keep the pace. We're gonna try. It's difficult without Nero here. You never want to be the guy who follows the guy, right? Right. So this is the episode that follows exactly. the episode. So <laughs> pretty sure it's gonna be a downer, but we'll do our best. We'll do our best. No, this is good. We're we're just buffering for our next guest, so then that way they're not like, oh, that guest sucked after Nero. That's true. Now but it's like whoever well, the it next is, guest is, they've got a lot of pressure. And it, it's a lot to live up to, future guests of the show. <laughs> Everybody that we've had on before is like, thank God. Thank God we already got in on this. Because if we had to follow that, we'd be screwed. Yes. But yeah, that was a that was a fun time, man. And week one of the NFL season is in the books. Yes. It's been a, another week of college that was pretty solid. It's been a busy week here. Very busy week for Craft Brood Sports. But, uh, you know, that's how we do it. It's power. I'd rather have busy weeks than, oh, man, we don't have shit going on. <laughs> it's a good, good thing that we can say it's a busy week. Yeah, it's much much nicer than uh, the summer months of, hey, did anybody do anything in the uh, baseball games that don't matter right now? Nope. Oh, shit. It's going to be a rough show. Yeah. <laughs> God, when's football start? <laughs> Turn the countdown can somebody, on. Can somebody get arrested, please, so that we have something to talk about? <laughs> can somebody almost drive their call in, car into a pond? <laughs> Uh, no, he just fell asleep. Yeah, randomly. Un- I still don't get that story. It's still crazy. That's the weirdest. And there's nothing else that's come out about that. They have the police were just like, sure, Denard, that's what you did. You just fell asleep and at this red light, you and the girl in the car. Have it's fun. either that or we need more spinning plates. <laughs> that's all we got. Guys falling asleep at the wheel or Craig, uh, Craig McGregor, Craig McGregor. Yeah. 
good God. <laughs> Scott, you're I, I'm going to be muck mouth tonight. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, I'm right. going to be muck mouth. Fuck it. Who cares? Uh, we're drinking Braxton Storm, so you're allowed to be muck mouth with this one. Braxton, we mentioned last episode with Catherine Nero. She, uh, she had brought up Braxton beer, and this is their golden cream ale that we're having tonight. Mm. I, I got to be honest. When I saw this as like one of the first beers that Braxton came up with, I was a little nervous because I only remember Genesee as the only cream ale that <laughs> was out there. Like, and that was a shitty beer. So I get, I got very nervous that one of their main beers that they were putting out was a cream ale. Um, not really a type of beer you see produced pretty often by by breweries. No, but they had some Kickstarter support. Braxton had a <laughs> lot of Kickstarter support. For those of you that don't know, Braxton Brewing Company is a, a relatively new brewery. They're out of Covington, Kentucky, just across the river here of Cincinnati. They opened up uh, fairly recently. Two years ago is when they had their Kickstarter campaign. Actually, two years ago now is when it was in the middle of it. They started September 1st of 2014. Oh. Uh, I'm sorry, September 30th of 2014. I lied. So they weren't in the middle. They're getting ready to launch it. September 30th, 2014, the project There go all launched. our new listeners. These guys lie. <laughs> We're done. <laughs> Sorry, new listeners. Uh, they set the Kickstarter record for breweries, $30,000 in 35 hours they raised. Damn. That's unreal. Um, that, was their, that was their goal. They've reached their $30,000 goal in 35 hours. So the brew- beer must be really damn good. Yeah, they pledged to build like the brewery of the future, and it's like a very mm. interactive brewery, um, like a lot of iPods and shit that you can like use to order and very self serving. Yeah, it's all oh, like okay. there's a lot of self service options there. So they they wanted to make the project kind of more um, more new age than some of the. So where the is breweries. Uh In Covington, just, okay, Seventh uh, Street, I believe. In gotcha. Covington. Okay. Um, but they ended up setting the Kickstarter record for a brewery, and they raised seventy thousand dollars, seventy one thousand eight hundred eighty five uh, dollars crap. in thirty days. That's Oof. how much they <laughs> pulled off. To it's a build lot of beer money. That's a shitload. I feel like we need to go on Kickstarter and be like, "Hey, we just want to buy beer. So <laughs> <laughs> we need to make beer runs. Can, can, can you, you all, fund can you all our, donate to fund our beer runs?" <laughs> We'll make good jokes. I'm going to reach out to the Braxton guys and be like, how did you guys do it? Uh, Yeah, their PR people are stellar. killed it. They killed it. But this is one of the first ones off the line with Storm. Um, 4.8% ABV, so a little bit lighter, but that's how cream ales go. They're a little bit on the lighter side. I got to be honest, first taste, not that bad. Kind you of said okay. not that bad like you're expecting it to suck. I did expect it to suck. Oh, I, I did oh, yeah, know yeah, so did cream ale. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah no, it. so far, pretty decent. Yeah, and we'll see how it lasts. I mean, if, if I'm going through three of these tonight, it's going to be kind of weird to see. See if it's a $72,000 beer. <laughs> <laughs> you, better, be you better put up or shut up if you raise that much money on Kickstarter for a beer. They've got some good beers, though, at their brewery. I've had a couple of their other ones. Could you imagine, though, raising that much money? And then people are like, oh, these this beers suck. <laughs> what did I donate to? <laughs> guys suck. <laughs> they gave away some cool shit. I donated. I donated their Kickstarter. I have a glass of Braxton Brewery Oh, did glass. you? Yeah. Oh, and a look beanie. at you. I have a Braxton Brewery beanie. <laughs> I'm a backer. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
<laughs> Look, whenever somebody's like, hey, there's a new brewery, you want to pitch in? I'm like, Fuck yeah. I'll, I got five on it. Well, just so everybody knows, <laughs> I got five on it. Wow. Uh, just so everybody knows, this isn't Paola. They're not pumping this. None of, none of nope. the breweries or anybody has. No, we do this just for the love of the beer. Yeah. Well, and, you know, just pushing it out there to let people know the different types of beers that are available and just getting the word out there. <laughs> we say that, but we've only had like three different types. Like, we're well, very. I say types, <laughs> I meant like breweries <laughs> and, uh, yeah. There's really not that many different types no, of beer. No, and we really only like a, a few certain types. Yeah. <laughs> Pushing non IPA beers since 2016. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sure our beer fan. Uh, our beer fans love the fact that we avoid IPAs as much as possible. Oh, I've already taken a few shit-talking texts about, you're a bitch, you don't like IPAs. <laughs> well, I just don't. I read an article about it. Like It's literally an acquired taste. Like You have to drink a lot of them for your palate to finally be like, okay, I'm, I'm okay with this. I mean, I guess that's like any food or, or drink that if you have one, you're going to be like, mm, I don't know. And then you have to have more in order to decide, but... Something about IPAs, man. I'm just maybe I am too much of a bitch for him. No, nah, I mean I, it's probably just like drinking beer in general. I remember there was a time when I wasn't a huge beer fan, and then I eased into the craft brew arena. Yeah. So it, it, I bet if I drank enough IPAs, I would come to appreciate them over the time. I just don't feel like it. Maybe that's our problem. We went too hard, too fast. We went Pliny the Elder. Like we should have, we <laughs> should have found the like deep a, end yeah. of IPAs. <laughs> it was like, well, hey, hey, it was supposed to be the best <laughs> one, and it failed. Take this swimming vest off and jump in. Yeah. Good luck, fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy. Uh, we'll we'll get into some IPAs. It's gonna happen. We're, yeah. There's only so many stouts that we can. We'll mix. It we up. can find. <laughs> But yeah, so far, Braxton uh, Storm, not a bad beer. We'll see how it holds up throughout this episode. Hey, Scott, you want to you wanna pay some bills? I always want to pay the bills. That's my I, favorite part. <laughs> let's pay some bills. We're going to head on in over uh, to uh, Upper Deck. And Upper Deck, as always, is brought to you by Audible.com. Fans of Craft Brood Sports, you can test out Audible service with a free 30-day trial offer. And that includes a free audiobook download. There's no strings attached. Even if you cancel your trial within 30 days, you still get to keep the audiobook. We recommend This Is Your Brain on Sports by L. John Wertheim. Seems like a pretty sweet book. It must be because we're recommending it. So you <laughs> should definitely go download that if you uh, try this out. And we recommend that you do because all you have to do to get your free 30-day trial and free audiobook is head on over to audibletrial.com at backslash sports. That's audibletrial.com backslash sports. Or we'll make it even easier on you. Head on over to our website, www.craftbrewedsports.com, and click the Audible trial link right at the top of the page. It's super easy. It's worthwhile. And all you got to do is click on it, sign up if you've got an Amazon account, and then go right out there and cancel it afterwards. <laughs> you get a free book out of it. And I mean, hey, if you're super interested, keep going. But if not, you know, it's no strings attached after 30 days. <laughs> It's all good. <laughs> this may have been the last uh, version of Upper Deck brought to you by Audible. <laughs> Don't cancel the service right away. It's great. It's a it's a good service to have. I was totally uh, joking. <laughs> Just saying, it's man. It's the boots. You can do that, though, if you wanted to. It's possible. Uh, let's get into Upper Deck here. 
So obviously the story around the sports world, and apparently everybody feels the need to chime in on this story. Everybody. <laughs> I mean, like Kate Upton is giving her viewpoint on it. Tony uh, Larusa. Yeah, Tony Larusa. Bill Sweeney. Uh, oh, you guys may call him Dabo. I refuse to. Everybody's <laughs> got like their own opinion on uh, kneeling or sitting down during the national anthem. Found out this week, it's probably not happening in baseball anytime soon. Uh, Adam Jones, not that Adam Jones, uh, not Pac-Man, the, uh, the... The Baltimore Adam Joneses yeah. <laughs> of the Baltimore Joneses. Yes, Adam Jones from the Baltimore Orioles said that uh, you're not going to see that in MLB because MLB is a white man sport. And I can't necessarily disagree with him on that comment. We talked about it in the, uh, in the baseball episodes that the... Uh, the fan base for baseball is more of the older white conservatives and would not go over very well if uh, if people decided to sit or kneel during the national anthem in baseball. Well, and after the stance that Tony La Russa took on the subject, <laughs> you can see why it pretty much spelled it right out for you. You know, La Russa basically said he didn't trust Kaepernick's motives, didn't believe that what he was doing was could be, you know, trusted on any level. He was very skeptical of the whole situation. I didn't really know what the hell Larus was talking about or <laughs> seeing. But anyway, I can understand why baseball players are like, well, you know, and especially any baseball players, since there are so few of them being black, uh, any back black baseball players going out on a limb, and then you have to worry about, you know, are you going to get blackballed out of the league? Are you going to yeah. get traded? Or is your family going to get uprooted because you take a stance and there's only a handful of us, you know? I, I can understand the trepidation there. Well, and unfortunately, and there's other aspects to take into it. Like football is a, a contact sport. Baseball is not necessarily a contact sport, but if that happens, if you do kneel during the national anthem, there's a good chance you're getting a fastball thrown at you at some point during True. The, the next game. So it's almost like you got to think about your livelihood at that point and whether or not it's worth. Uh, I shouldn't say whether or not it's worth a 90 mile an hour fastball at your head, but. Uh, it's it definitely yeah. weighs a little heavier. Like football, you know, if you take a knee during the national anthem and it pisses somebody off on the other team, you're gonna get hit anyways during the game. Like it's not like a different thing to think about. No, but in nobody's really gonna is. hit you harder necessarily. The <laughs> thing that the thing that I liked about uh, Jones's comments during this, and I know like that's the headline that came out of it was that he said baseball is a white man sport, and that's what everybody's gonna run with and and talk about that. You know, he's, he's got that. And, oh, what about Latinos in baseball and all that? But he made some really good points throughout the article, and one thing that stuck out to me is uh, he talks about how we want athletes to just stick to sports. And it's almost like they just become the, they're not people. They're just like gladiators for our amusement. But then the flip side of that is whenever somebody messes up and does something wrong, the first thing we say to them is, you're a role model. Yeah, you're a role model. <laughs> you need to you need to act better. Yeah, so it's kids like, are watching. Yeah, so it's, you can't have it both ways with these guys. Like they're yeah. still people. They still have opinions on things. They should be able to voice their opinion. Not only that, they've got a better platform than ninety nine percent of the population. Like they're the ones who could enact some type of change. Well, and just because you make a bunch of money, shouldn't negate anything that you have to say. Right. Like, I, I mean, Donald Trump makes a bunch of money. Yeah, and people listen to him. Right, nobody tells him he needs to shut up. Well, a lot of people tell him he needs to <laughs> shut up, but you know, nobody says he's not allowed to have that opinion. Nobody says, you know, hey, stick to the politics or whatever. Right. Generally, because he doesn't, so it'd be kind of hard. But you know, hey man, stick to stick to calling that lady a bitch or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> stick to running Trump towers, man. Nobody cares what you got to say. 
But yeah, no, I, I don't understand why athletes aren't allowed to have their own opinions. I mean, even even if they're not necessarily educated ones when they voice them. I mean, you're allowed to have an opinion. Now it's better if you have an informed, educated opinion, right. so that people can't, up. yeah, so that people <laughs> can't tell you, hey, that's wrong, or hey, here's why that doesn't make sense. But you're free to have an opinion. The amount of money that goes into your bank account each week should matter none. Yeah, in the topic, absolutely. I do have to say I'm very excited for the NBA season. Yeah, because... that's going to be interesting. While they're sitting back and watching all of this from yeah. every angle in all the sports, and they've had people that have been a little bit vocal. I mean, look at the ESPYs. Look at how they started the ESPYs this year with LeBron and Dwayne yeah. Wade. Like they, they were kind of at the forefront. It, it's almost like those were the guys that started this whole movement of athletes finally speaking up and not being quiet about issues that they feel are important. I yeah, mean, they, you they literally Kaepernick challenged. watched that that night or was there and yeah. thought, hey, I might take it one step right. further. Right, they challenged athletes to do something about it, and uh, now athletes are doing something. So the NBA season is going to be very interesting. Yeah. I think there's going to be a lot of pissed off people come NBA time. <laughs> there very well could be. <laughs> there's no doubt about it. I mean, I don't, I don't even know what to predict could happen there. A lot of time between now and then, but that's one thing that I'm something to I'm keep an eye on. on. Yeah, definitely yeah. looking out for. Sticking with politics and sports because we love <laughs> upsetting the masses. Let's keep to the lighter side of things. <laughs> More politics, please. Stick to sports, you guys. <laughs> Stick to sports. Well, this is a sports-related issue too. Uh, the NCAA decided Duke and Carolina won't be playing any home games come tournament time in basketball um, because they've moved the tournament for the ACC out of Carolina. And that's because North Carolina has that controversial bill. The bathroom law. The bathroom law. And they decided they're going to pull the ACC tournament out as well as the NCAA tournament games. So the money from both of those things. So, And Mike and I talked about this uh, off air a little bit. And he was like, you know, hey, everybody should go all in and it shouldn't just be these one thing one thing or another. And I said, I like the fact that they're slowly putting <laughs> pressure on these guys. Like, North Carolina probably thought when the NBA All-Star game pulled out, oh, okay, you know, it's whatever. It's one big thing. It's, one, it's no big deal because the NBA All-Star game, it happens, you know, in multiple cities. And, okay, we, we can take the hit on that. We'll, st- we'll still make the stance. Oh, wait, now, now – a, a tournament that's yearly held here? Right. Uh, that's a big deal. Oh, wait, you're not like, doing the football game? Oh, wait, that's a big deal. Like, slowly but surely, yeah. all these teams and all these sports organizations deciding to pull money away from them, that's not going to last long. Before my first reaction was, and this is why I said that, my first reaction went to college football because it is such a money maker, And it's like, okay, yeah, you pulled out the, the NCAA tournament games, and that's a big hit for, for North Carolina. The ACC pulls out the ACC tournament games in basketball. Okay, that's a big hit for – but there, there's still this moneymaker of college football that's, like, looming over the head of, well, yeah, but we still have the Dr. Pepper ACC championship game played in North Carolina and Charlotte, and then they still have the Belk Bowl, which is played in, in North Carolina. But then I thought about this more. We're talking about North Carolina here. North Carolina is synonymous with basketball. Yeah, so that's I that's I a went bigger the, hit. yeah. It's a way bigger deal that they pulled these basketball games out. Like they they went for the jugular first, and yes. then they're like, oh okay, and we'll take out the 
the football game. Like down the road, they'll be like, okay, fine, we'll take the the football games out too. But I mean, they went they went hard. Like I was I was upset that they didn't go hard right off the bat, and it seemed like they had this soft approach of, oh, we'll take these basketball games away from you and and still let you have these football games. But no, they went for the throat. Like <laughs> so. Yeah, no, making that stabbing reference that I made to you. I mean, the the NBA thing was kind of putting the knife in. The, the basketball <laughs> thing was putting it all the way in and twisting a little bit, and with each little thing that they do eventually you know twisting that knife further and further it's like at some point they have to give like they can't just keep bleeding out yeah i i will be interested to see how uh the response is to this um well all i keep reading and hearing is that north carolinians are stubborn and they don't care and yada yada that's great Except for politically and economically, at some point, someone's yeah. going to have to care, and it's going to turn the tide. The The weird thing is, a lot of these games are played in Charlotte, and Charlotte isn't uh, necessarily on board with this law in the first place. So Charlotte tends to, to lean a little bit more left, so that city is like kind of taking the biggest hit. They're, yeah, they're the <laughs> ones that are suffering and they're the ones that are opposed to the law. So it's like the the rest of North Carolina is like, "Good, fuck you. Get out of here. I don't want any of you." And I don't even know what I just said. That was, that was, that wasn't even English, but which is what they generally <laughs> speak in North Carolina. But then Charlotte's like, "Hey man, we're on your side and you're taking the shit away from us." Like that kind of Yeah. That kind of sucks, but I But I, that's why eventually they'll have to cave because Charlotte being one of the biggest cities in yeah, North Carolina is going to push it. So they're going to be I like, hope whoa, so. whoa, whoa. I hope that's the the case. I hope it does uh, get overturned. But I uh, was this even like a law that they voted on or was this just something that... I thought that maybe the governor just pushed it through. I can't remember exactly how it went so out. It'll be, so I don't think that it was on, like, on the ballot. Yeah, it was, it, so if it wasn't on the ballot, it's like, all right, well, the only way to really change that is to elect all new people to come in and overturn this somehow it's not like the voters can really like i I don't know i guess you can vote the blame the voters indirectly for it because they put these people in charge yeah but it wasn't like it went on the ballot and they voted for it true so a very interesting uh story and very interesting developments but uh another one to keep our eyes yeah (laughs) future show topics that's what that (laughs) is uh so (laughs) This is kind of sports news. Uh, I'm going to apologize ahead of time for talking about this show. <laughs> for but, real. Nah, it's a slow week, and what are you going to do? Uh, during the season premiere of Dancing with the Stars this week, our boy Ryan Lochte had just finished Chill. his dance. <laughs> uh, he was waiting for feedback from the judges, and then two men jumped up from the audience, took off their shirts to reveal shirts that had Lochte's name with a circle and a slash symbol, and then ran after him and like charged the stage. Um, they were tackled. Nothing says Americana like dancing with the stars. That's where if you're going to make any political statement or any any type of stand for America, you want to make sure that you do it on Dancing with the Stars because everybody is going to see that. I just like these guys that did it. First of all, they got arrested uh, for trespassing. But what were they going to do? Like Lochte would destroy either of these. He's an Olympic athlete. Were they just running at him? Like, yeah, they, they just, just like, hey, ran. They hey, ran look at, at our T-shirts. <laughs> we don't like you. Your name with the no use sign. This, this means not Lochte. Yeah. This means. We don't like it. Don't you break stuff in another country ever again and try to come back here. And then be on our 
voting dancing show. <laughs> you son of a bitch. I got to be honest. I don't know if they were uh, originally American citizens. I d- they may be Brazilians and are upset that he lied to Brazilian police. I, I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea what their cause was. Such but... a weird. Yeah. What the fuck are you proving with this? Like, yeah. Other than amongst we, all these political statements we, being made, this is by far the weakest one. Like we know Ryan Lochte is an asshole. Yeah, we, everybody is on board with you. Yeah, you don't have to. And like, everybody knows that this was just a ratings ploy by yeah. the good people at ABC. They were just doing right. this to get eyeballs and people like you to watch and be like, "I hate Ryan Lochte. I just want him to lose." I hope he breaks his ankle during this fox trot. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, but not. A, they didn't actually think, "Hey, there'll be some idiots who show up and." bum rush the stage with homemade t-shirts <laughs> no I don't think that's what they ever envisioned I, it's so weird to me that people are they get that invested in things like but alright cool Ryan Lockheed's <laughs> still on Dancing with the Stars <laughs> hasn't been eliminated we won't give you any more updates on that show because we don't give a fuck Has he, is he still on the show yeah, it was like the first week. Yeah, Nobody but, gets eliminated the first oh, they week. Don't, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Everybody okay. just dances, and it's just a good time. <laughs> so Megatron's still on the show then. Yeah, he he's still okay. out there dancing. Good luck, Megatron. I hope, I hope he wins a championship so he can say he won more championships during <laughs> his Dancing with the Stars career than he ever did on the football field between Georgia Tech and the Lions. Hey, uh, I am not going to co-sign that just because I've already heard from Jim Ballant on Lions uh, issues, and I don't want to <laughs> You don't want to get it from him again? We'll talk about that a little bit later on. Uh, but Jim Ballant, I got your back on that one. Fuck you for that one, Scott. <laughs> don't, don't speak for the man. <laughs> Let him call me out in another form. <laughs> anyway, um, this week in Steelers country, um, a social media story here that uh, some waitress decided that she was going to try to shame Steelers running back, D'Angelo Williams, after he left a 75-cent tip on a $128 bill. Now, I don't even feel like Ouch. it matters. If you left a 75-cent tip on just about any bill, you probably yeah. would suck. Because you're not going to get a bill anywhere for like a dollar. Right. So a 75-cent tip, no matter what the bill was, is insulting. But it was on a $128 bill. But anyway, Williams then took to social media, defended himself, explained the situation, said he had horrible service, that he waited for his food for an over and half. Basically, he gave his side of the story, and the woman ended up getting fired. Now, we're not sure what exactly occurred, who said it. It's kind of a he said, she said thing. Uh, I mean, if she got fired, that means that the manager or somebody understood that maybe she's a terrible worker. Yeah, this wasn't like this the, first like the last time. drop. Yeah, the first time. D'Angelo <laughs> like, Williams is bashing a restaurant. Thanks a lot, you broad. Um, <laughs> These pierogies don't sell themselves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how are we going to push breadsticks out the door now? But anyway, uh, my only problem with this story is that there's. it seems like now this is a trend, and I, I believe that there are a lot of rich people who decide that for whatever reason they're going to be cheap assholes and just not tip people. Absolutely. But I feel like there's more of these stories that are popping up where – People feel like they get slighted and then run to social media because, you know, the media will do a story on it and be, hey, look at, look, yeah, look at this, you know, selfish professional athlete who only tipped 75 cents. And then he gets attacked by people who are, you know, you're the worst kind of person. You know, you make millions and you only tip to 75 cents. Who would think you are? I'm sure he's called all kinds of N-bombs because, you know, that's the climate we live in. That's that's cool to do, you know. So, you know, I'm sure he's called all kinds of names and it's like, 
well, were you there? Do you know what kind of service right. he was given? And don't get me wrong. My friends know me. If I get mad service, you ain't getting no tip. <laughs> so she was lucky she got 75 cents to begin with. Because well, if, if it was me and the service is as terrible as he said, she'd have got them zeros on there. Funny you say that because uh, when Williams found out about it, his quote was, quote, I tried to leave exact change but couldn't. <laughs> As a man after my own heart. Hey, if you get crappy service, you get zero. Nada from yeah. me. He, that $4 an hour you're making, that's that's all you're getting. I mean, I I understand waitresses have a really tough job. And oh, God, it's, yes. It's a shitty industry to work in. He said he waited for his food for over an hour and a half. Uh, he also claimed that It wasn't waitress, a complicated order. Right. And he said the waitress never offered refills. Uh, and he had asked for chicken and shrimp on his pasta or whatever he ordered and he got it on his salad and he brought it to the waitress's attention she took it back and brought the food back with the chicken and shrimp on it but there was like shrimp tail still in his salad like basically somebody just just picked it off off and threw it on (laughs) it was like you fucking asshole prima donna uh but yeah it is a weird. Uh, I think this goes back to the Makes fact me that think of that scene in Road Trip where the dude was like, "Oh, you don't want powdered sugar? Let me handle it." And puts it in his pants. That's the only thing about ever telling people about your food service. It's like, I want this freshly made. I I, I don't want anything that you just. Oh, let me, that'll be right up for you. No thanks. It's like that uh, that Ryan Reynolds movie when he's like, "We'll take that. We'll take care of that, ma'am." And they take it to the back. And, God. Ugh. Ugh. And that's why I never send food back. Ever. No, I know. I, I just I'm like, I'm like, I'll deal with. It. I'll pick it off myself. I don't give a shit. I'll deal with it, and then you know how I'm going to handle it. You ain't getting a tip. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be my revenge. I think this goes back to the fact that we look at athletes like they're not people. Like, yeah, you're not allowed because to, you have a million dollars. Something like, yeah, that. if you make you, a bunch of money, if you left a 75 cent tip, that waitress would be like, "What a fucking asshole!" But that's where it would end. Yeah, uh, could go on social media and bitch all she wanted, but because I'm not a professional yeah. athlete, it'd just be well, that sucks. Yeah, so I think it's another day at the office. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I feel like the waitresses only do that if you're a complete dick and you like write a yeah. nasty message on. But well, that's why it, it, this is one of those situations. Like, do you believe her when she says, "Okay, she can show the bill and everything," but right. you, you just immediately jump to her defense? I'm like, well, how many wealthy people or whatever, like, you know, because they make a lot of money, are you just going to do this to shame them? I mean, it, yep. we won't know. We weren't there. We have to, all we have is D'Angelo's word, but I kind of feel like in the world we live in, I mean, imagine if this had happened 10 years ago and there was no social media. What's she going to do then? Just sit there and hate D'Angelo Williams. Yeah, I'll never, I'll never watch another Steelers game. <laughs> hey, turn that TV off. I'm not watching the Steelers <laughs> games anymore. 75-cent tip <laughs> once. <laughs> she would just be telling every table she got. <laughs> yeah. It gets extra ridiculous yeah. with expectations out of athletes. It's crazy. Uh, well, moving on, another week and another potential NHL team to follow this season. We've uh, been challenged to follow NHL teams. Scott... Thought he found his team, the Minnesota. It's the Wild. Is that there? Yes. Okay. Shout out to Tyson Thorpe for giving us this uh, idea. Yeah, and we're going to follow idea. through with it. We yeah. do need to pick yep. teams before the NHL season starts to follow, and we will give you guys 
some uh, updates. Show updates throughout the new, season. I don't think we'll do it weekly, but we'll do it every couple of weeks. Yeah. New, new segments. Scott and Mike learn hockey. <laughs> yeah. Come up with some new beats for it. But uh, but yeah, so you, you were looking at the Wild because uh, they are using Prince as their goal song. Yes. Last week, crazy. we mentioned that San Jose has their own beer, which I thought was pretty cool. So here's another uh, team that is now in the mix for me. The Chicago Blackhawks, their goalie, Scott Darling, this week, he put up a picture on Instagram of his helmet for the upcoming season. His mask features a picture of Wayne and Garth from Wayne's World. Wayne's World! <laughs> Party time! Excellent! Uh, he's a, Darling is a big Wayne's World fan. This is his way to showcase that Who isn't? fandom. I agree. Uh, and as we all know, Mike Myers, uh, star of Wayne's World, is Canadian, so he's big into hockey. Uh, and the the movie was set in Aurora, Illinois. Just and they wore Blackhawks jerseys. Yes, the, they were. The game on, game yeah. on scene. <laughs> so there's that. I actually read that they used that in like the 90s. Uh, they used game on for the NHL. Like the NHL would like use that throughout games and, oh, nice. and commercials and stuff. Um, so yeah, check it out. If you haven't seen it before, uh, post it, just Google search Scott I, Darling's Wayne's World helmet. And I actually retweeted it's it awesome. on my Twitter page this <laughs> afternoon. It was really good. It's a cool idea. I'm a fan of that. Almost as cool as the Ned Flanders helmet, and I can't remember who wore it. (laughs) Somebody has a Ned Flanders helmet that they had made, and I think it was last season. I know Tyson will school me on this. Probably Jim will, too, on uh, who had the Ned Flanders goalie helmet that looked really badass. That's awesome. An angry Ned Flanders (laughs) on the uh, goalie mask. That's one thing about hockey is that goalie masks... They're not like the NHL or NFL, where yeah. the NFL would be like, no, it's got to have you team mandated shit. <laughs> can't have anything that's not regular. And the goalie mask, they can do whatever they want. There's that's some so awesome. really cool designs. So. I never knew that before this story. Like I did. Really? Know. Yeah, yeah. No. There's know. been. If you look it up, they've. I mean, they've got some really cool, just generic team ones. But then the ones that are custom made like that, where they've just got like their own spin on it, really awesome. That's super really cool. good artwork. So yeah, Chicago Blackhawks now in the running for my NHL team. We'll see. We'll see where I end up with that. I hope I don't just cave and I'm just like, uh, Blue Jackets because they're close. Because <laughs> <laughs> I can catch them on TV accidentally. <laughs> well, it's not uncommon for people to oversleep and be late for work, but it's pretty uncommon if you play in the NFL. Unless you're the linebackers <laughs> for the Buffalo Bills. Shout out to Jerry Hughes and Zach Brown who missed the team bus this past week in Baltimore and had to Uber to the stadium. (laughs) It didn't really matter. Bills lost the game. There's plenty of reasons why they lost. Had nothing to do with Jerry Hughes showing up late because I watched that game. Had no idea that they showed up late. But the Bills tend to show up late to every game. Oh! Snap. Shout out to Alex and Jason listening to this episode. Super Bills fans. <laughs> I love that story just because, like, what's that Uber driver going to do? Like, oh, you're going to the stadium? Um, okay, uh, w- uh, I can't get into that entrance. Uh, <laughs> you guys are going to have to walk around. You got to walk around. <laughs> I got yeah. to pull up here. So or you guys when you pull walk up and you're like, aren't you guys playing today? <laughs> I got the Buffalo Bills defense. What the fuck are you doing, man? You're fucking well, my shit up. They were in Baltimore, so probably nobody would have recognized them. Because, like, personally, a visiting team comes in, unless it's, like, a superstar, I wouldn't know the guy yeah, unless he yeah, was wearing his true. jersey. Those faces, <laughs> those faces aren't recognizable, I guess, but still. 
I, so where are you guys headed? Uh, to the stadium. <laughs> oh, are you going to watch the game? Something like that. <laughs> Something like that. You tailgating? No, <laughs> not this week. I think we're going to sit this week out. Yeah. <laughs> and Baltimore's grimy. I wonder where they were. Like Even during the daytime. Yeah. The wrong place, wrong time. <laughs> Might not make it to the game. Ah, oh, that's so awesome. That's such an awesome story that they Ubered. That's fucking great. This has been Upper Deck. Brought to you, as always, by Audible. Make sure you guys check that out. Hey, uh, just so you guys know, we're not just whoring ourselves out for nothing. Like, no. Every dollar that we make from Audible goes right back into the show. Yes. So, like, we want to upgrade equipment. We want to get stuff so that we can, like... We want to make $72,000 on Kickstarter. <laughs> but no, this is this is where we have to start. We, we have to do sponsorships. And this is literally when we say pay the bills, we mean pay the bills. Yeah, like, we want to be able to have, like, better equipment when guests come in. We want to be able to do, like, I want to have guests that aren't in studio with us. I want to I want to be able to have, like, a phone line that we can tweet out and be like, hey, call this number if you, you got something you want to talk about. And I want, uh, but... We fucking need some money in so order for to just get 99 that done. Cents a day, you, <laughs> you can feed a starving Scott and Mike here on Craft Root Sports. <laughs> when it comes to the Audible trial, like you get, you get a free audio book. You don't have to pay shit, and then we get to help help make the show make better. this show better. So, yeah. so if you favor. want better shows, you gotta help us out. <laughs> this is all we can do without your help. Now the uh, everybody, that do you know how much we had to pay Nero to get her in here? Damn it. <laughs> I was going to say all the Nero fans bailed, but they're right back. They're like, oh, shit, they probably did. <laughs> she's, she's way too big time for these guys. Man, we spent our entire budget. <laughs> oh, man. So, Scott, there's been a lot that's been going on uh, over the last week. Uh, your boy CM Punk made his UFC My debut. boy. <laughs> yeah. First of all, why is this dude going by CM Punk in the UFC? Like, can't he just go by his regular name? Which is what? I don't Mr. Know. I'm not calling him Dabo. I don't Did know. Do we look up CM Punk? No, name? I didn't look it up because hey, table for Mr. CM. <laughs> Mr. CM, your table's ready. It would be Mr. Punk. Uh, oh shit! Well, he's, he's like that's that's my dad. My dad's Mr. Punk. Call me CM. <laughs> call me CM. Yeah. Uh, but he no, he got worked. Yeah, uh, Mickey Gall was uh, who fought CM Punk and beat the shit out of. Yeah, his name after that one should be Ground Beef. Because that's what his <laughs> face looked like. He'd be like, we're not calling you CM Punk anymore. It's just Ground Beef from now on. Because good God. That was got a worked. brutal First I mean, round beatdown. The the bell rang and like right off the bat, Gaul just took him down. And like I feel, I feel like Gaul was just like rubbing his face in the cage for a while. <laughs> yeah. Because, <laughs> I mean, you know everybody who is in... UFC, who's trained a while and takes it super serious. And then guys outside of the sport, everybody wants that first shot of the guy outside the sport who comes in and thinks, oh, yeah, I can totally do this. I mean, I know I would. I'd be like, oh, here comes, especially if it was a wrestler, somebody who, you know, probably comes in thinking, oh, yeah, you know, I've been trained and I can take the hits. I can do all that or whatever. And then you just wreck them just to show them. Like, yeah, this this isn't fake. This, right. this is as real as it gets. Nobody's gonna come save you. Uh, well, uh, by the way, I just looked up. Philip Brooks is CM Punk's real name. Philip Brooks. Philip Brooks. No wonder he goes. So, by CM yeah, Punk. yeah. Sorry, CM Punk. I totally want to go by that. Too. In this corner, Philip Brooks. <laughs> Good God. 
no wonder why he like started doing steroids and got into the WWE because he was tired <laughs> of people picking on him his entire life. So what do you think about WWE fighters going into uh, UFC? Like, I don't know. You've had, what, Ken Shamrock? Well, and... Ken Shamrock went the other way, though, didn't he? Wasn't he UFC? No, he no, went. He, he went Olympics. Wrestling. Yeah, yeah. He Olympics, WWE, and then back. But he had that background in like wrestling. It wasn't. No, yeah, he had that background in like real official right. wrestling yeah, before the UFC existed. Yeah, yeah. And then you have uh, Brock Lesnar, Lesnar, who was yeah. actually successful. He's done in well. UFC. Then he, he did also, steroids and yeah. got booted <laughs> out again. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, it, you you've had a couple guys that were decent. I mean, Shamrock. Was all right and nothing. Never made it big. Main Shamrock was back though. Before I feel like if Shamrock before it had got done regulated it, and everything, yeah, like he, yeah, it was a different time when UFC first came out. Like, that was when Kimbo Slice was still around <laughs> when they were like bare knuckle. R.I.P. Kimbo. Yeah, <laughs> dicks out I for just... Kimbo. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds racist as shit. Well, whatever. I was just doing a riff on the Harambe thing. Shit. I'm just glad you said it, not me. It's <laughs> true. I was allowed. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know. Maybe this will stop uh, some of these WWE guys from being like, "No, I could do that." Our boy Conor McGregor actually has some respect for for Mr. Brooks after that. He's, Did he? I, I figured. Yeah. I figured the first thing Conor McGregor would do is be like, "See, these assholes can't do it," but I'd go in there and I'd be spinning all these plates, and they wouldn't know anybody. <laughs> I'm just. I'm just spinning plates. Yeah. Uh, no, he. He said that he respects uh, Mr. Brooks for going in there and getting his ass whooped. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. He's, yeah. He. Well, I mean, if you think about it, all these all these guys are they talk shit to McGregor, like especially when McGregor was talking shit to Floyd Mayweather. All these. That's true. And he went at wrestling uh, re- uh, wrestlers, and they were like, "Well, oh, yeah, whatever. We could destroy you," because yeah. he said WWE guys can't hack it in the UFC. And uh, well, he, Mr. Punk proved that <laughs> he respected the fact that Punk at least got in the octagon, uh, but quote he got his ass whooped. <laughs> <laughs> well, anybody who saw any photos or watched the match knows that that was There's no uh, doubt about that. Yeah, that was that was quick ass was sufficiently whooped. Painful. <laughs> uh, there's been a, a couple other things going on this week. Uh, the NFL revealed their color rush uniforms, which mostly were hot garbage. <laughs> yeah, was, and a, NFL not. will release ugly ass uniforms and say everybody has to stick to these. <laughs> but if you, Peyton Manning, you're trying to wear high tops to honor Johnny Unitas, that's a uniform violation. But yeah. here, wear these ugly ass official NFL uniforms. <laughs> color rush, woo! Get yours today for only nineteen ninety nine. NFLshop.com. Nineteen ninety nine. Holy shit, that's a uh, yeah. steal. I know. This is more like, like ninety nine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they uh, I, the color rush uniforms in general are just strange to me because it's only certain teams, so it's only well, the Thursday night games. They, they advertised it as all thirty two teams having one, but some of them were just straight alternate jerseys yeah. the teams already had. And not only that, some of them didn't even change. Like the first game is the Jets, and it's the uh, same exact ones that they wore last year. Yeah, the no, co- it's the different. Blind. It's the different. colorblind game, right? Uh, yeah. It's different. They changed the Jets to white jerseys this year. Oh, okay. uh, because of because the colorblind color issue. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> For those of you that don't know, last year the Jets play uh, who the Bills. It's the Bills, yeah. yeah. The Bills wear red all red. Jets wear all green, and colorblind people were like, "Everything is gray." 
Yeah. I have no idea what's happening in this yeah. game. They couldn't tell who was who. Everything looked awful. <laughs> it was terrible. Yeah. Uh, but they changed that issue, or they fixed that issue, and made the Jets wear white, which that's kind of what the Jets wear anyways. So it's almost yeah. like they're just wearing their regular uniforms. It's like white with green letters, uh, green numbers, and green on the shoulder pads. Like I said, hot garbage. The only ones these jersey appeal appeal to are the kids and anybody who says that you know the 19,000 different combinations Oregon has looks good like they're just <laughs> oh my god they're cool because they're different than what I usually see on Sunday so yeah let me get one of those but uh, seriously most of them except for the Bengals the Bengals was the only the Bengals does I look good looked good the Bengals uh for those of you outside of Cincinnati uh Cincinnati Zoo has a famous white tiger exhibit and the Bengals unveiled their uniforms today uh at the time of this recording at the white tiger exhibit uh they are white and black uh which I uh, insert a prison stripes joke here uh about the Bengals wearing white and black it's been uh, a little bit <laughs> it has been a little bit it's a different team the thing that i don't like about the Bengals jerseys and i think i agree with you i think they look great but this bullshit nfl rule about you can only have one helmet throughout the year and you're not allowed to switch out helmets which i didn't know until they unveiled these outfits it ruins they it said they couldn't change anything about the helmet yeah it ruins it because the only thing you're allowed to change is the decals like you have to keep the same shell so teams if they want to switch out the decals they can but the Bengals don't really have decal. They got the orange and black stripes uh, and orange is the base. So now they've got these white and black white tiger uniforms with no orange anywhere on them except for the helmet in the, in the letter. That's pretty much it. It's the letter and the Nike swish is orange. Oh, those are the only orange. And then they have orange and black helmets. So it's like, Hey, we're the white tiger uniforms except for our helmets. Those are the same. (laughs) So that's kind of stupid. I don't like that. I feel like they missed the boat on that. If they could have gone white and black helmets, those would have been fucking sweet. Yeah, but most of them are hot garbage. <laughs> Seriously, that's just, to, just to put a bow on the whole color rush experience, they're hot garbage. Uh, so there's none of them. You didn't like any of them. I really didn't. The Niners one looks awful. It's just their alternate jersey. They're one of those teams that got shafted with just an alternate jersey. Just all from black. Last year. Yeah, the Niners were all black. Stupid looking. Uh, this Seattle always has some god awful bright neon jersey. I I thought the Bucks was okay. They they had like a they're wearing like an all red. It's not bad. It's all right. Yeah, uh, the that's Bucks what I'm is, saying. It's all right. right, but most of them are just they don't really work. I I like the Chiefs jersey because uh, they're going all red so they've got red pants red jerseys red helmet uh with just a white and gold stripe down the side of their pants i think those look pretty sharp i also like the vikings the vikings are going all the purple, purple. That, yeah. that didn't look too bad although i did kind of have to shuckle in the release ad these ads were obviously done a while ago because teddy bridgewater was the one <laughs> <laughs> they had a player for all 32 teams to unveil these jerseys and show what they look like on and teddy bridgewater was the one that yeah, was wearing the jersey was... and i was like oh too soon <laughs> like damn nah fuck minnesota that's <laughs> I, I felt kind of bad for him no but, i you know. i do too that's that's a shitty way. And now you got to deal with Sam Bradford. That's tough. Yeah. <laughs> Even worse. And give away the picks that they did to get Sam Bradford. Ooh, Terrible. A one and a four. <laughs> Rough. Uh, week one impressions, though, man. What do you think? Any surprises? Anything that uh, that made you go, oh, that team's the, the team to beat now? No, just the usual 
stupid ass Patriots found a way to win God, without Tom Brady yeah. <laughs> on the road against the Super Bowl contender in the Cardinals. It was super disappointing. I, you know, I don't I don't think there were too many surprises week one. Everything kind of went as planned, I would say. I I will say going into the uh season, you had so many great college games played yeah. right before it that I did hear a lot of this, you know, see, this is what the NFL wishes they were and they can't, you know, manufacture, you know, this excitement and, you know, these exciting outcomes. And while that is mostly true, there were a ton of one point games and really close finishes in the NFL. Well, while it doesn't compete with college on that level, because it's still just one game of 16 and, you know, teams that lost aren't looking at their seasons like, all right, well, it's all over. Uh, there were at least enough games that ended excitingly, you know, to, to go around in week one. We're like, all right, well, for an opening weekend, it didn't totally suck. Yeah, there were some really good finishes. The Kansas City game was awesome. Uh, the Alex Smith, uh, Alex Smith uh, touchdown on the uh, on the option play yes. in overtime. That was pretty fucking cool. Because how often do you see an option play work in the NFL, especially with somebody like Alex Smith? Like he he did it all right when he was with San Francisco, but you know <laughs> those were the days. <laughs> Sorry, man didn't <sighs> didn't mean to pull off any band aids there. Yeah, uh, that's all good. And then uh, we talked about that one, uh, this one off the air, the the Raiders game and going for two. Uh, yeah, the last second going the road, for two that's was crazy. That was super really ballsy. ballsy. Yeah, uh, so I I agree. I think there were some really good, uh, really watchable football games. Yeah, think, which is rare in yeah. the NFL. Like I feel outside of the Niners, that most of the games, passing interest can't really bring myself to watch most of them. But I'd say the the worst two games of the week were actually the Monday night games. Yeah, the Steelers just yeah. dominated Washington. That was and rough. then the Niners, even though, uh, to me, a uh, little play on words here, they were fool's gold. Even though they dominated <laughs> they dominated the Rams, but if you really watch that game, the Niners didn't look all that great either. They're not going to – I still feel like they're only a four or five win team, but the Rams are way worse than I thought they were going to be. I feel like everybody in L.A. was like, uh, can we send them back? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, no, I, I th- they did a lot of crowd reaction shots throughout the game. And, man, yeah, the, the looks on the Rams fans' faces said it all. It's just like, are you serious? This this is what we got back? Like, yeah. And the problem is, if you're, you know, the NFL, you need that team to kind of stick around this time, right? Like, there's been this – always been a push to have a, right. a team in Los Angeles. And they want that team to be good – so, you know, Man. it was an auspicious start. But, hey, you know what? 49ers beat the Vikings last year in opening week and then <laughs> then had the seventh overall pick. And so and the, and the Vikings made the playoffs. So the Rams could make the playoffs. And, you know, I, I doubt it. But, yeah, I'm going to say no. Yeah, hey, after what I saw. Just say no. They were, they were awful. God. Well, let's stick with some football. Uh, you want to talk some college football? Well, just before that, though, there was also the stupid story that came out about Lady Gaga possibly being... Oh, I don't know if by the time this airs, they will have sealed that deal. Ugh. But uh, <laughs> Lady Gaga might be the halftime show in the Super Bowl. <laughs> and if you like Lady Gaga, you should probably turn off this show. <laughs> because this is not for you. I hate Lady Gaga and everything about her. Um, yeah. I all of a sudden... So... 
the NFL halftime shows you, or the Super Bowl rather halftime shows used to not be that dreadful back when we were kids, right? Like they're watchable. They were awesome back when yeah, we were they, kids. Yeah, they were awesome. They were watchable. You kind of look forward to them or whatever. Then the whole Nipplegate thing happened, and they were like, "All right, well, we gotta." You know, we got to have all old people. We got to have people that won't be any controversy. It'll just be old people and classic lineups and nobody that's been born within the last 20 years. Like, we got to do it that way. And then they've slowly cre- crept back to, and now I feel like they, they look at it as, all right, well, we're going to just use it to get women eyeballs. And we, we've got, you know, yeah. dudes are already watching the game, so we'll have a, a Female act that somebody because originally I, I heard that Adele was who they approached first, and she's like, "Thanks, but really, no yeah, thanks, but no, really, things. yeah, right." So Adele was the first person, and then they go. I mean, don't get Lady me Gaga. wrong; I think Adele is is talented. Yeah, but, but not a halftime. You Super want people Bowl to person. fucking listen to Adele for twenty five minutes? Nothing like <laughs> yeah. It's it's the pinnacle. It's the pinnacle of the season. Hard hitting. Oh my god, CTE! <laughs> All right, let's listen to half hour song. Half hour of songs, you know, about some dude. Look, Adele. I'm me. sorry. I'm sorry that he broke up with you. Yeah. But, <laughs> Everybody gonna be crying during halftime, then try to get back up. No, but then you got Lady Gaga, and all her music just sucks. So (laughs) I don't even know what she sings about. At least Lady Gaga like is somewhat entertaining. Like Adele would have just stood there and sang. Like that's Adele's thing. Yeah, she she just stands there. Show like Lady Gaga will have fucking like dragons and shit eating babies over on the side or something. Like yeah. she'll have some she'll weird do some shit. Super weird. For yeah, for people to be like, oh that was fucking weird. Do you see that shit? That yeah. was crazy as hell. Uh so at least there's something to that where it's like, wow. Yeah. Did you I guess. Did you see that? She fucking gave birth on stage. That was cool. <laughs> <laughs> and she kept performing for like mid song. She was just like <laughs> so at least there's that to look forward to. But and, yeah, no, I mean it's seriously. It just but you're right; like they are. This. It's just pandering to the the female yeah. demographic at this point. Because last uh, year was Beyonce. T- technically, last year it was Coldplay, uh, but Beyonce was like, "Nah, fuck that." Yeah, We're let not- me hijack this. Because <laughs> until you just mentioned it, I totally forgot that yeah. Coldplay was. Yeah, Coldplay was there. It was Coldplay featuring Beyonce, and then turned into Beyonce featuring Coldplay. Yeah. True. Yeah, nobody gave a shit about Coldplay. No. As soon as they saw Beyonce, they were like, "Wait, what?" Beyonce? Yeah. Oh shit. Oh. <laughs> Cold who? Uh, no, I. But you know what the the crazy thing is? I don't. I don't give a shit who performs at the halftime of the Super Bowl. Well, like, I, I used to when I was younger. It but, was so it, it that, was something to watch. Yeah, you right? mentioned that you you bring that, up, and I think that's a good point. So we were young then, though. So they were they had artists that appealed to younger fans and I guess. young kids. So now that we're older, we're where our our parents were watching the Super Bowl like, well, what the fuck is this shit? <laughs> <laughs> well, at least the kid likes it and he's shutting up. That's good to know. Uh, <laughs> like, bring out Nelly again. Yeah. It's getting hot in her. Let's get that arena into it. And this St. Lunatic's going to perform next year. All in. Murphy Lee. Come on, Murph. <laughs> but maybe that's, I mean... If you think about it that way, then they've always just pandered to the people who aren't there to watch the game. I guess. And we're just now the old guys Crotchety. yelling about, yeah, get off my lawn, <laughs> give me back my Super Bowl halftime show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> well, well, we just had a breakthrough moment here on Craft Brew Sports where Scott and I realized how old we were. That's great. Son that's, of a bitch. <laughs> that's good. Well, enjoy Lady Gaga, everybody. <laughs>
I'll sit there and bitch about it. <laughs> All right, so college football. Uh, it, a couple weeks ago, we had Brendan Boyle on the show, and we made our picks for uh, the playoffs, for the college football playoffs. Scott, you picked Ohio State, Oklahoma, Clemson, and Florida State. I picked Stanford, Ohio State, Bama, and Oklahoma. We are now two weeks into the season. Uh, How you feeling? Do you want to make any changes to your your top four? No, I'm going to keep my four. Although, can I just point this out? No, real quick. No. Just just want to point out. Don't don't give me the mic and then take. Nope, I am totally taking this away because I don't know why I didn't call this out at the time of the recording. But you have Clemson and Florida State who play each other during the regular season, and. Uh, you have Ohio State and Oklahoma who play each other during the regular season, and all four of them making it to the playoffs. Bitch, I ain't backing down. <laughs> now, back to what I was going to say. Clemson has looked very shaky in their two games, yeah, but they they'll be all right. I'm not worried about them. Florida State's looked really good. But like you pointed out, they do play each other. So that was always a concern. I'm pretty sure I mentioned that. You did. Though, we that you, they, we brought that one up. Other. We didn't yeah. bring up the Ohio State Oklahoma. The Ohio State Oklahoma again. Now Oklahoma came out and shat the bed. So you know the Houston thing. They didn't look great. It'll be interesting to see how things go and their matchup with Oklahoma. Which by the time this airs will we'll, be over. Will be over. Yeah. So, so we'll know whether or not my four have completely <laughs> shot. I basically, I, if for, in order for the the four to hold after this weekend, I will have needed this is a, Oklahoma to win this game. Yeah, so this yeah, is a ask big me week again for in you. a couple weeks. This is a big week for you because not only do you have Oklahoma Ohio State playing each other, but Florida State has Louisville, and that's a big game for Florida State. So you could have two of your. You could have one of your. Uh, playoff teams with two losses potentially and another one with a loss the other two uh, potentially undefeated well whatever for right now I'm standing by it <laughs> check in in a couple of weeks we'll see where I stand what about your four uh, I am uh, I'm dropping Oklahoma out of my four I'm keeping Stanford I'm keeping Ohio well, State you don't, hold on hold on hold on hold on do you get to change? Like, was that an option? Fuck I didn't yeah. Know I Why not? Change yeah. shit. The question I said, any changes to your playoff teams after well, two weeks? son of a bitch. <laughs> I thought it was a hypothetical. I didn't think it was, do you want to change something here? Yeah. Do you want to? Okay, mm. let's back this up. Do you want to change <laughs> any of your four after finding out that they all play each other? <laughs> yeah, okay. Then I want to back, I want to back out of Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> totally want to get rid of Oklahoma. I don't want to swap out Oklahoma with the team that beat them in week one. I'm going with Houston. You're going with Houston? Houston? Yeah, I think Houston, because Houston doesn't have to do anything right now. Yeah. They, they took care of their biggest game, and all they have to beat later on in the season, the only challenge in their way, theoretically, is Louisville. Louisville, So yeah. they beat Louisville, and that puts them in. So they, they'll run the table. And I think because they beat Oklahoma, that puts them in over Oklahoma. And, ugh, God, I don't – I'd like to say that Oklahoma had won the game you know, prior to seeing it yeah. against Ohio State because they needed to win, because, you know, their backs are against the wall and it's a home game for them, a true road game for Ohio State. But I, I totally see Ohio State winning that game, and that, that's that's the end of Oklahoma season right there. Yeah, two losses, they they just play spoiler at that point. Yeah, um, they're done. So, yeah, which, I'll say Houston, swap out for Oklahoma. Okay, that's what I think, too. I think Ohio State does beat Oklahoma and ruins their season. And I think – that means that Oklahoma uh, does spoil the Big 12's uh, playoff hopes. I think they still end up they end up they have two losses, but they still end up beating TCU uh, and keeping the Big 12 out of the playoffs again. And at this point, I would sub in Florida State 
for Oklahoma. So I'm going to put Florida State in. So my four now are Stanford, Ohio State, Bama, and Florida State. Gotcha. There we go. Those are our updated playoff picks. Uh, But if you're keeping track at home, Probably don't want to bet on whatever the fuck I'm saying because you suck. <laughs> I'm really bad. Even apparently. when looking into the future, you su- I can see that in the future you blow. Because you finished zero and two last week with your picks, week. and I finished two and zero. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, last week we debuted Miss Cleo's uh, picks where we look into our crystal ball and see who's going to win. That's why I didn't want to talk shit about the Lions because I picked the Lions to lose and they won. Uh, and then I picked Tennessee to get upset by Virginia Tech at Bristol. And Tennessee decided that they know how to play football. <laughs> <laughs> and I pick Oakland to beat the Saints in New Orleans. Which a, that's a fucking ballsy pick. Yeah, well, whatever. Right, I, I did. Son of a bitch. And then I picked USC to beat up on the Aggies and they did. So, yeah, two for two. And Scott's two and zero. I'm zero and two. What we're gonna do now? We we realized we should have thought of this last week, but fuck it. We're, we'll unveil it now. We're gonna keep doing this throughout the year. We'll keep track of where we're at, and uh, you guys get to pick the bet. So we're gonna fucking approve it. Let's let's back this up. <laughs> yeah, there's quick. not gonna be anything crazy. Uh, but yeah, whoever has the better record at the end of the year wins. Uh, so you guys decide what what. The loser what the loser has, has to, to do. do or say or tweet yeah, out or yeah, whatever. Some, yeah, some type of bet that's some not punishment. over the Yeah, that's yeah. not over the top. That's not crude. Yeah. That doesn't no, cost a million dollars. If you want to say that I have to shave my head, I'm okay with that because I've been trying to... I'm balding now, so I've been trying to get to that <laughs> point anyways. And my wife won't let me shave my head. But if I'm like, I lost a bet, I got to fucking do it. Maybe she'll let me do it. Uh, probably Maybe. Not. Probably not. <laughs> Nothing like the old maybe. <laughs> but yeah, come up, uh, tweet at us, uh, send us a Facebook message, whatever you want the punishment to be for the, the guy who ends up with the worst record in Miss Cleo's And keep picks. in mind that Mike's already down by two. I'm down two. <laughs> it's a, it's There's a, no coming back from this. It needs. I need a four-point swing here. So basically, you're thinking of a punishment for Mike. Just that. <laughs> keep that in mind. Oh, shit. People are going to be like, you got to drink nothing but Bud Light the rest of the show, every show. Oh, well, they're going to do that because that punishes us both. That's a good point. All right, good. Well, let's... <laughs> Come up with something better. Let's let's look into the crystal ball, Scott, and uh, take a look at uh, our next, our week two of Miss Cleo's picks. Uh, loser goes first on his picks. <sighs> okay, all right. Well, what do me, you see, man? What let me see? look. Let me look into the crystal ball here. I um, hope you have glasses on this week when you're looking at crystal ball. <laughs> last week you didn't see clearly. Fucking asshole. <laughs> uh, looking into uh, the crystal ball here, I'm seeing an NFL game to start with. Um, there's actually a lot that goes on in this one. I, I'm seeing Miami and New England uh, in, in this game. Jelani Jenkins, Arian Foster, Michael Thomas, Kenny Stills, they, they continue their protest in week two at New England, uh, which seems to get everyone really riled up in this game. The Patriots really let these four have it, and uh, I don't mean Belichick's guys. I mean Mel Gibson, Kid Rock, and all of the Fox News anchors, the the Patriots in America. <laughs> With they, an assist to Tony La <laughs> and And Bill Sweeney. They storm the field like they're charging after Cor- uh, Colonel Tavington, and that's it right after the final whistle blows. 21-9, Patriots victory. Mmm. Well, as I look into the crystal ball for the uh, pro side this week, I don't hear a damn thing. That's weird. This this is really weird. 
But okay, alright, I'm hearing something now. Um, the, there's no crowd noise, uh, just the sound of football on the field. Oh, oh, oh shit, I think I've tapped into a practice session. Damn it! Stupid crystal ball. <laughs> hold on, let me shake it up. Alright, alright, alright. Looking again, looking again. Oh wait, hold on, no, 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 no. This, there, this is a game. It, there's just no fans here, Mike. Oh no. I'm at the Jaguars-Chargers game. Holy crap. Uh, this all makes sense now. Uh, no one's here. It's <laughs> just the players on the field. Uh, so that begs the old age-old question, if no one sees the game, does it actually happen? <laughs> well, I'm one of the only eyes witnessing it. Uh, not sure how to answer that question, but uh, hear a whistle and... Oh, good. <laughs> all right, the game's over. I missed most of it, thankfully. And uh, Let's check it, look at the scoreboard and, well... The scoreboard operator was apparently watching the game, too, because uh, it says that the Jags are going to win 24-21. to 21. Wow. All right. So I- I'm picking another road team, by the way. They're traveling cross-country, so trying to help you out here, brah. <laughs> don't, 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 mean, look, don't look buffoonish. Come on. I went Miami at New England, and I picked New England. That's a fucking pretty – that's almost a guarantee, right? Yeah. And so if you don't get it. <laughs> if I don't get it. But you you also need me to lose ones, remember? That's yeah. that's a good it's point. It's not just about oh, you that's a good one. point. Yeah. So I, I, All right, well let's let me you a freaking bone here, Let me man. channel let me channel some college uh here. Let's see let's see what we can let's get some medium action here. Um Kind of feeling tired. You do you feel tired? A I feel bit. I feel a little tired. I'm, it's like the middle of the day. I can't help feeling like I'm about to fall asleep. It's starting to become a little more clear now. Okay, I get it. I get it. I get it. The game that I'm watching is just a complete snoozer. This uh, is this is the most boring. A um, little bit more clear. Uh, it's Florida State. It's Florida State, and they're stomping on Louisville. Mm. Louisville, who is supposed to be a top 10 team, uh, it's just proving that they're just pretenders in the first matchup of top 10 teams this year. Ah. So close first quarter, but everybody falls asleep. As Florida State pulls away, wins this one forty-two ten in Louisville. Mm, bold, very bold. It's a bold strategy, Cap. I don't Let's see how it plays out. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm gonna go ahead and uh, shake up the old crystal ball here, and uh, <laughs> Who shakes up a crystal ball. <laughs> Me, mother. <It's- laughs> I'm shaking it. It's a magic eight ball. <laughs> and look at that. It says you're a dick. <laughs> Treat the crystal ball like it's a goddamn snow globe. <laughs> yeah, well, I shook it up twice last week, and guess what happened? Maybe you should oh, shake you. it. Maybe you. you should shake it. <laughs> anyway, the rules. Quit shaking the crystal ball. All right, fine. I'm, I'm feeling a little tired, though. Uh, not for the same reason. In fact, though, I, d- I do know this feeling all too well. Yes, I'm uh, I'm day drunk. No. Not quite dinner, but I need a nap. So, you know, like 5 o'clock, been drinking all morning, probably tailgated. Uh, I've got vomit on my shirt. Probably mom's spaghetti. Oh, word? Yeah. <laughs> and I've got a nice bow tie on. Ah, that's it. I'm an old Miss fan. Ooh. And after a long day of rooting on the Rebels, it was all for naught. I guess that's why I'm ready for a nap. Alabama looked vulnerable for the first time this season, though. The Fighting Patrick Willises are going to put up a valiant effort. But then the strangest things is going to happen. Uh, Hugh Freeze. Had Hollywood Hulk Hogan, better known as Nick Saban. <laughs> Down for the count. Down for the three count. It was one, two. And then here comes Scott Hall and Kevin Nash. Better known as Lane Kiffin and Steve Sarkeesian. And bam! Freeze gets hit with the steel chair when the ref wasn't looking. And that's what keeps the SEC title belt with the NWO. I mean, Alabama. <laughs> Alabama wins. 
in Dixie, 21 to 13. Whew, wow. Well, wow, this is this has been Miss Cleo's Memorial Football Picks. Uh, real world football <laughs> picks. Dear God, I hope I win some games this week. You better hope so. I, uh, you need me to go over, too, to, to even the score. It's a long season, man. It's it is. It's a long it is. season. Uh, I'm sure to go over to a couple we've times. We've got this going through. I mean, we can, we can have this go through the end of the year. So I've got plenty of time to make up. There's plenty of time that I can get back in this game. But you won't. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just shook up the crystal ball and said, not likely. <laughs> I just shook up the crystal ball and said, Scott's a fucking asshole. <laughs> Language. <laughs> Sorry, Nero fans. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, Scott, you wanna you wanna consume it or can it? Let's consume it or can it. All right, we're gonna consume it or can it. Is the part of the show where we decide whether or not to uh, consume or can the uh, the beer that we're drinking and whatever we're talking about. So, uh, Scott, let's throw it over to you first. We got Braxton Storm. You gonna consume this or you gonna can it? I know they rose. Rose, that's right. They rose $72,000. They rose $72,000. But I'm going to have to can the old Storm Rice and Beretta. It's not a bad beer. There's just nothing special about it. After the first couple of sips, it kind of tasted like just a more flavorful Bud Light. Like, there's not much flavor. Yeah, I know. I know. That's low blow. But there's not much flavor to it. It's just a very generic beer. And... It's not the worst beer you'll ever drink, but there's nothing that make me say, "Oh yeah, you need to try this." Like it's just, it's pretty average. I, I'm gonna can it, canning it. I'm gonna consume it, and the reason why I'm gonna consume it is, uh, it's different from what I normally have. I normally go with beers that are high ABV that really get the job done, and this is a uh, a sipper. As I like to call it. Like you can if you're going to a party and you're drinking a bunch of beers, this is a good one. Like if you play beer pong, this is a good one to play beer pong with. This is way better than playing beer pong with Natty Light. Like uh, I said, Bud Light with a little more flavor. <laughs> but at least it has flavor. Uh it's I you know, like I said at the beginning of the show, it's a it's a golden cream ale. And prior to this, the only one that I knew of that's a golden cream ale is Genesee. And this is way fucking better than Genesee is. So I'm going to consume it just for the simple fact that uh, I can have a lot of them. I'm, I'm cool with that. Fair enough. You were wrong twice last week, so <laughs> it's okay to be wrong again this week. Yeah, but this is my, the beer is my wheelhouse. Yeah, You're well, the sports guy. I'm the beer guy. Doesn't matter. <laughs> still be wrong. <laughs> Shit. Uh, consume it or can it, WWE wrestlers. Can uh, it. <laughs> can it. <laughs> Stay in your lane. <laughs> Uh, consume it or can it color rush uniforms? Can it? Can it? <laughs> Awful. <laughs> three for three on cans here. Uh, consume it or can it? Bob Stoops leaves Oklahoma after this season when they don't make the playoffs. Leaves or gets fired? Uh, he's not the coach of Oklahoma next year. I'm consuming that if, because if he doesn't win, if, if he doesn't win, pretty much the Big Twelve. And make the playoffs, I think he's done finally. I think they finally pull that trigger. So I'm going to consume that Ooh, Bob Stoops saying. is no longer at oh, Oklahoma. man. Yeah. I think it's time. Oh, I oh, – God. I'm going to can it only because I think they give him one more year. I think they give him until they have a Big 12 championship to decide whether or not to get rid of Bob Stoops. But for now, for now, I'm canning that. 
with the possibility of it being consumed very quickly here. <laughs> <laughs> if he, I mean, if he loses like four games this year, um, I might change my consumer can. <laughs> <laughs> we'll revisit this in a couple of weeks. <laughs> That's been consumer can it uh, for this week. Uh, guys, make sure you check out our website, craftbreedsports.com. We got a bunch of shit there. Uh, you we can sign up for the audible trial link. Yeah, we do have on some exciting stuff. That stuff that's already on there. Yeah. Uh, any past shows you can check out on craftbreedsports.com. Um, catch up. They ain't going anywhere. No, they're all there for you. You can, <laughs> you don't even have to put anything. They're like bad boy it's for life. right there. <laughs> going nowhere. <laughs> I've sang a lot on this episode. <laughs> you did, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I wish you would have sang some Lady Gaga. That's the... You'll be waiting a long ass time. <laughs> uh, but yeah, check out check out the website, craftbreedsports.com. We do have a, uh, a new sponsor coming on board that we're going to unveil here uh, within the next week or so. Um, so you can find out a little bit more information on our website. Also, go ahead and tweet at us, uh, Facebook us, please. Hop on the website, text us, do whatever you got to do to uh, settle the bet or give us ideas yes. for the bet. And like we said, we've got a couple of things coming up here in the next month that we're looking forward to. Also, we have our our pumpkin beer playoffs that uh, are going to be starting in to, October. But okay, never mind. All right, but we're. <laughs> Just we're releasing. We're, re- it. we're <laughs> releasing this episode on Sunday, and that Facebook post will have already been out by the time we unveil this episode. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, we're having our pumpkin beer playoffs coming up. So you guys already know about it by the time you're listening to it. Man, the thing about recording and projecting into the God future. Damn it, that's the best. <laughs> <laughs> Go to craftrootsports.com and vote. Vote for the pumpkin beer that you want to see us consume since Mike can't handle his shit anymore. Go to craftrootsports, vote on the poll. Top four beers, move on to the next round, which would be the, the first round of voting here is the, the play in game. So this is the Dayton round. The Dayton game. Yeah, yep. this is the Dayton game of the beers. So the top four out of the eight beers are going to be the ones that we drink. During October, and then we will. Uh, We're face gonna name them our off. best beer, man. Yeah, We're gonna na- name, name the, the best, best pumpkin, pumpkin beer. beer because Mike and I have a passion for pumpkin beer. I do love. I'm a basic bitch when it comes to pumpkin love, beer. Love, yeah. <laughs> if, if if you guys love pumpkin spice out there, we love pumpkin beer. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so make this sure you hit that up. Oh, that's what we do sometimes. Uh, so Nero, no, fans, Nero to stick around. Sound. Nope, stick around. <laughs> Uh, We will get back on track next week, maybe. Maybe not. Who knows? Uh, Tune in and find out. As always, you can follow us on Twitter at CraftBSports. Follow Scott at ScottyK underscore Jr. You can follow me at Mike Burlon. Like our page on Facebook. Uh, Check out the website, CraftRootSports.com. If there's a beer you want us to try uh, before October hits, make sure you get it into us soon. Uh, CraftRootSports at gmail.com. We love trying new beer, so uh, hit us up with a beer that you want us to try. This has been Craft Brood Sports. Cheers, everybody. Peace. We out.
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.